Hello all and welcome to episode 57 of the Green Arrow, an FPL podcast by Fantasy Football Hub, as we hear the clicks of wildcards being activated across the world ahead of game week 31. My name is Fergie and a big welcome to my co-host Adam Hopcroft. Adam, what colour was your arrow in game week 30? Um, it was a green arrow, I can confirm. So A big green yeah. again. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was I'm fairly pleased with it. So took uh, two decent green arrows back to back. So I got uh, seventy six points. So I got seventy six. Yeah, I was fa- fairly fairly pleased with that. So I got. So let's go for it. I made the bad decision with my goalkeepers. So I had Meslier in goal. Uh, so that only got me two points instead of four. Being greedy. I so. forgot the amount of times you've said that this season. Oh, I, I went with Meslier and I shouldn't have. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Meslier is, um, if when you look at over the last um, six game weeks, he's right up there in terms of point scorers. So he's he's actually done okay. But yeah, Sheffield United scored pretty much their only shot the way, the way it goes. Um, we've got, um, let's, have a, let's have a look. So I brought Asper Laqueta in. He was good for nothing. Got me literally nothing. So that was a, a waste, a wasted move. But yeah, I'm sure it would come good this week. And then I had Diaz and Shaw, who got me six and two points respectively. And then my midfield did all return. So Salah with eight, Lingard with 12, Bruno with, with five and Rafina with six. And then had Bamford, uh, who got to Kane with t- nice 26 as captain. And uh, I probably my favourite uh, points of the week was from uh, Ollie Watkins. And it was, uh, yeah, I, I must admit, even when it went in, I thought it's probably offside. And, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, that that was, uh, you know, uh, an, a, a nice, uh, you know, perk, perk to the game week. So yeah, all in all, fairly happy in the top 100k. Uh, no violin for me. So violins, uh, I'm devastated. Yeah. What What about yourself? How did you do? Oh, it was okay. It was good. It was going. It was going well until um, until the Monday evening. It was basically kind of Antonio versus Lingard, right? And uh, I, I ended up on fifty six. Um, so I had a slight red. Antonio one pointer. Like West Ham go and score three in the first half. Um, you know Antonio not involved and then goes off injured and obviously Lingard, who's who's his main competitor in many teams, obviously goes and has you know another another cracking game. I've got to be fair, he's been absolutely superb. But I had Martinez for uh, Shaw two, Dallas two, Dino one. So close to a clean sheet for Luca Dean as well. Uh, Diaz came in for Gundogan for six, and then I had Bruno Rafinha, um, Son one point off the bench. Kane captain saved me because I think other than that I didn't you know I didn't really have anything and then just Bamford two um, who I brought in for Ollie Watkins <laughs> and then Antonio's one so on the face of it uh, I had a small red from 50k uh, to 54k which is not the end of the world but disappointing because I was on a green arrow up to around 43k at the end of the Sunday evening so I was hoping for a nice rise before I hit the wild card button but um but yeah, so little violin, a little violin. You know what? I've got to. Yeah, I've got I was to, hoping you'd bring it I've out. I've got to. I've got to play the little violin because I'm a bit, a bit gutted. I think that Antonio to Lingard, <laughs> Antonio instead of Lingard was was a bit harsh. So uh, yeah, we'll get the violin up there. Antonio, one point. Um, Antonio basically made Lingard's first goal because he made 
he made the run off, didn't he? But anyway, um, I can't, I can't really complain. But the big news for me, my wild card is active. It is active, and I am very excited. I'm probably most excited I've been all season, ever since sort of game week three or something. And the, the big news, that... Adam, is your wild card is. Not active, Not inactive. Active. Inactive. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Inactive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, have you? Um, you were completely set, weren't you? On on game week thirty one, were you ever tempted at any point in the game week not to activate it? Yeah, after I activated it, so I got. A bit, oh really? Well, okay. I say I, I say tempted. I made a boo boo, which I'm yeah. not scared to admit. Uh, but I was making drafts on on Saturday. Um, you know, I was really excited. As soon as I saw my team for Game Week 31, it wasn't very good, right? And I thought, oh, do you know what? So I started I started to make drafts. Obviously, they're on Saturday night. Um, Jota and Salah, you know, who I, who I mentioned last week, you know, were, were likely to be two mm-hmm. of the key components in part of Wildcard. And Trent, actually, um, were the three I was thinking of bringing in for Liverpool. And they all absolutely smashed it. So... I looked at that. I thought Jota will likely rise this evening. There was another couple of players who were going to rise, and and I actually pressed a button. So I, so I pressed wildcard, um, and I you know, I you know I made the transfers. But what I m- messed up on a little bit was I bought Gundogan for for like really cheap. I can't remember how much. I think it was like five and a half million. I got him really early, and now if I want him back for one game week, he's now six point one million. So buy him back. So that 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 was my error, and I don't mind kind of admitting that's obviously a massive error. But I would say I'm excited to wildcard. Obviously, you know we're going to go into a lot of detail here onto you know uh, wildcard options, my team's you know strategies mm. and things. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only really time I was like, oh, what have I done? I could have just you know left it. But then there were rises for. Jot, I think it was another rise for another player I brought in. Someone dropped as well. But anyway, anyway, I don't want to put any damp noise. The transfer you made last week doing Watkins to Bamford or bringing Bamford in really was like a one-week punt. So I think you'd you'd sort of set yourself up. I dead-ended my team, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, So so uh, as we are live, uh, please feel free to join in the chat at any time. Uh, Let us know your thoughts on the topics. Um, as we go through uh, throughout the relevant sections, feel free to ask some questions. We have a massive lobby tonight. Good evening. I've already It's already been pointed out to me multiple times. I haven't updated my Twitter handle on screen. It's still showing at Fergie222. I've changed it to at FFH underscore Fergie. But thank you so much for those. You know, I can see we've got some very, very excited people um, in the chat uh, around, you know, this wild card evening it's I, I haven't been i haven't been so excited for all the doom and gloom of 29 i've been so excited for such a long time so i can't I, you know i can't wait to get into it uh good evening uh guy parfit fpl smoggy russell baker shani result fpl geordie john chapel mike williams uh nuki mr brown fpl fozzy ricardo zamora who i think is uh all the way from costa rica i want to say uh daniel roberts uh prabhakar ben mcdonald we have got so many people in with us this evening hopefully we can bring you an hour or two full of um, ideas, excitement, and and drama, especially when I reveal my team. Got a couple of rogue picks, I think. Uh, for any new watchers and listeners, if you haven't <laughs> subscribed just yet, please press the subscribe button in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Set the alerts so you don't miss our live streams every week right here on this channel. Also, please press the like button if you enjoy our content. So this evening, we are talking 
everything a wild card, including firstly one of the best, you know, <laughs> one of the best times a wild card. So I think it's this week. Adam thinks it's not this week, so we will touch on that first. We're going to analyze the best picks for a game week 31 wild card. We'll reveal our game week 31 teams and plans so far. Look at the best captaincy options in a wide open game week. Again, there's so many captaincy picks this week. It's unbelievable. Uh, we'll give the competition results from game week 30 and look to give away another prize this week before finally taking a look at the top of the Green Arrow podcast mini league. So firstly, um, we have now on screen a graphic up uh, from a Fancy Football Hub partner, ffstuff.co.uk. If you haven't checked out this site and you play any fantasy football games, um, it, is, it is a wonderful, wonderful site, ffstuff.co.uk, uh, showing the potential schedule for all teams, uh, including Europe and domestic cups. This is obviously subject to change with some fixtures yet to be rearranged, uh, potentially a big double game week 35, we should mention, and blank game week 36. If the government plans to reintroduce fans into stadiums, play out. Now, I know that Ben Krellin has tweeted a couple of things that this, this kind of may, on, you know, may or may not happen. Uh, but, um, you know, we're not going to put that in the schedule because nothing has been confirmed. They're still just in talks about it. Um, so, firstly, Adam, with this in mind, um, it looks like you, you aren't playing your uh, wildcard in 31 like me. Uh, what is your current thinking about the best time to use a second wildcard? I think the first thing to say, I think it's team specific. If I had your team, I probably would have wildcarded. Um, so I, I, under, I understand that. Uh, but I think it's, I do think it's very, very team specific. So I feel at the moment, I have done a, a, done a wild card draft, but I just wasn't excited by it. There were probably three or four differences that I just didn't feel would give me the upside. So um, for this game week in particular, so it was um, off the top of my head, it was Martinez versus Mendy. Um, it was Trent versus Diaz. So I don't think, I don't think there's much in that. Son versus Rafina, And I don't like the fixtures particularly for either of those. And then I think it was Iniacho versus Dunk. And I got a feeling Dunk could do okay this week. So I just thought they're okay, but I don't see major upside. And um, I, I, I'm a, I convinced myself, I think it was on last week's um, pod, I hadn't considered the possibility of not wildcarding this week until we talked about it. And then the more we talked about it, I thought, well, actually 32 could be a good option. But... I may not even wildcard in 32. I think my strategy at the moment is going to be be as flexible as I can be, play every and – and, and I'll use my – you know, if I can get to 35 with wildcard intact, I will do. If I need it before, I'll use it before. So I'm going to be as flexible as possible. Um, I think a lot of my players are performing well at the moment. So if, if I look across my team – um, other than maybe the strikers who don't particularly like the fixtures, it would I'd be taking out good performers, and I think there's a huge risk to that. And I I just think with with a wild card, where I've got it wrong in the past is I've wild carded, and then the te- my original team has ended up doing really well. And I think there's a risk there's a huge risk with that at the moment because I'd be taking whoever I took out would be informed players, and I think I can wait whether it's another week, you know, so I get an extra week's information, particularly around the Champions League and the Europe fixtures. Um, I think we'll get more information on Leicester. How are they going to set up with Madison coming back? You know, is it Ineacho the real deal? Is he 
um, a flash in the pan. So I think there's, there's 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 quite a lot of benefits I think to wait in a week, but it's really team dependent because if you if you had played like you had to dead end your team, so I we talked about it last week. I bought an Aspilicueta ahead of Alonso to give me the flexibility. If I'd have bought in Alonso, well, I suppose he didn't start tonight, but it it would have it maybe been a, an easier decision to to, to wildcard. So I think it's team dependent, and I think. I don't think there is a. I really don't think there is a right answer. I mean, I've I've ventured onto to Twitter a little bit this week. We'll talk about some of my tweets, which might have caused a little bit of controversy. Ah, I love son, it, and that's what son is that's not, what, not the real deal. Oh, that's what I wanted—a little bit of controversy, <laughs> just to throw it out there and uh, let's see see the reaction. But um, I, I yeah, it seems like a lot of people are wild carding in thirty-one. And I think if people have dead ended and planned to mm. do it, great, but. I think I can get away with doing something a little bit different. I don't think my team's in bad condition. Um, and I think also the matches in between the Champions League ties, I think things like the lineups are going to be quite tough to predict. So I'm, I, I'm, I, don't think, I don't think you've made a bad decision to wildcard. Um, but I think for me... I can get more upside at another point in the season. Now it could be next game week where I've, where I've got more information. It could be, I mean, I I think thirty five is an opportunity or, or holding it just to see what happens because it is still unknown at the moment. But there could there could be an opportunity there could be an opportunity there. So I, I want to just get um, you know I, I want at least four game weeks out of it. And um, if it's the last four game weeks of the season, and I'm in a similar position to what I am now, it will at least it will make it make it quite fun. But when I did my team, I just I, I just wasn't excited by it. Compared, I didn't feel it was a huge upgrade um, to to what it to what it was at the, what it is at the moment. Yeah, and I, yeah, and you've got you've got to have that. Thing. You've got to be excited by a wild card, and it, like it was very different for you. You were clearly excited. You felt it was right to play, but in the past, I've been, um, I've, I've I've been. How does in the past with wild cards, Sometimes I've, I've I've planned it. I thought I'm going to do it, whatever, even if it didn't feel right. And for me, it doesn't feel right this week. And I'm just thinking, well, I'll I'll hold off. There's no pressure to to to, to play it. I've, obviously, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I mean, I could end up going to game week thirty-eight and just having a free hit the last game of the season. But yeah, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm going to be be patient and trust the players that I have. Um, but you know, it could be it could be next week. But you're you're going for it, which which is uh, which makes this pod more interesting because it'd be boring if we're saying the same things. And it also would have been crap doing a wild card pod for game week thirty-one if neither of us were wild carding. But um, yeah, I think you know. Observationally, I think we've both switched playing styles over the last mm. five or six weeks because you know over the you know over the period twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six, I was urging a bit more you know caution, reserve your team's good, don't take out performing players, and you were a bit more I want to get Sterling, you know, and you know, and, the, and these things, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. seem to have switched a little bit. I'm just having a you know a really quick look of the key differences between our teams and why I'm so hell bent on wildcarding and and you're not and I, I can actually see two key players I think um in your team that that I haven't got and you will have three now I haven't got any um Chelsea players um 
I would have gone for um, Alonso or Aspie, you know, had I not mm. felt like I needed to go for Bamford last week. But I haven't got any Chelsea, and I think I need them, you know, go into this run of fixtures. And I haven't got Salah either, and, and you've got Salah. And you were very likely, I'm assuming, going to be bringing in maybe Jota as well. So I would only have yeah. one transfer, no Jota, no Salah, and no Chelsea. And that could, you know, and that's still not touching on play, you know, on teams like Leicester, etc. Um, so yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think you're right. I dead ended um, into it, and you didn't. You left yourself open, and now you've got, you know, a potential advantage now of, you know, of using it later on. Um, interestingly, in the chat, we've got uh, Mark from Blackbox in the chat saying that um, he is he is holding off as well. So he is, I think he was, you know, pretty set last week. Maybe like, well, you, I think you're a bit, you know. A little bit more reserved, but Mark is saying it looks like he's holding off, and we've also got the FPL fan show uh, saying they they are on wildcard. So uh, two two other you know amazing shows there, and you know it just proves we're you know you know we're all at different places, you know in terms of uh, in terms of our teams, and I think you're right, it's team dependent. So um, yeah, it, I think it is, and you could look at um, fifty different teams, and it there will be different times to wildcard or different choices to make for each of those teams. So I think if, if everybody, yeah, if, if everyone's wildcarding, then yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make it as, um, as interesting with everybody doing the same thing. So yeah, I, I think it's very, very team specific. Cool. And you know, and just to touch on the schedule we've got in front of us, I think a couple of real key observations. So Man City, you know, are basically playing, every four days, more or less, until the rest of the season. And you know what? Even if they don't make it through next week, which I think is unlikely, I think they will make it through in the Champions League next week. Even if they don't make it through, the next few league games of uh, Leeds, um, Villa and Spurs, with the Chelsea FA Cup in there anyway, I think they are going to be every rotating still. You, you, you know, I think I think it's good to look at a team's potential whole set of games you can have a look at you know a kind of gaps whereas maybe you know for for um man united they've got a gap between their game yeah exactly game yeah. 32 and 33 with burnley and leeds um and i was also saying you know liverpool's fixtures if they get knocked out of the champions league next week which is probably likely at the moment because they're not in the fa cup or the carabao cup um they will have a completely you know, clean run of really nice fixtures all the way through. So, like I say, if you don't, um, you know, if you haven't visited ffstuff.co.uk and you play any sort of fantasy football, make sure you go there and have a look at those. Um, so, uh, focusing now, Adam, um, a little bit more, you know, on the game week thirty-one wildcard. We now have a graphic up uh, from the fixture ticker from Fantasy Football Hub. Co.uk uh, sorted by ease from now until the rest. Uh, so, um, sorry. Um, now until the end of the season. Uh, we have highlighted some fixture runs uh, during this period to help yeah. us highlight the teams we're going to focus our attention on. So Arsenal, basically from now, from Gaming 31, all the way till 38, you know, have a really, really nice set of fixtures. Their only really difficult fixture in that time will be away to Chelsea in game week uh, 36. And Spurs and Liverpool as well, uh, you know, apart from Man United this weekend for, for Spurs, they obviously blank in 33, but they've got the double in 32 and really nice fixtures to the end of the season. Uh, Liverpool starting this weekend, you know, they've got one game away to my United in 34, but other than that, 
really nice fixtures all the way through. Um, teams who've got nice fixtures in the kind of short to medium term from now, you've got Wolves from 31 to 35, and you've got Leicester uh, from 32 to 35 as well. And you've also got Chelsea from 31 to 34. But I also think it's important to look at teams who have got fixtures at the end, right? So, you know, when we're thinking of filling our bench, you know, or, you know, mm. or, you know, or kind of enablers and thinking further down the line, you don't want to be making, you know, lots of transfers to just just fulfil the fixtures at the end and get out a decent team. There are a few teams, including um, Burnley, uh, West Ham, Sheffield United, uh, Southampton, Man City, actually, and Leeds, who have also got nice fixtures, you know, right at the end of the season. So, you know, in terms of enablers, just as an example, I'm thinking of holding on to Dallas for Leeds. You know, he's, he's perfect. Yeah. I got him in nice and cheap. I think I got him in for something like 4.6, for example. Uh, but Leeds last three, Burnley, Southampton, and West Brom, you know, he's a, he, you know, he could be... A really nice enable there as well. So, um, is there any you know other teams, Adam? There, I you know, and of of those teams I mentioned, obviously Wolves have looked pretty pretty terrific of late. Do you think they are the teams to target on a wild card, or is there any you know have you got any other thoughts? I, th- I think um, going back to the point that we made last week, there is a risk of going away from good performing players. So we look at Arsenal. I think they've got very good fixtures. Do I trust them? Probably not. And um, I think their priority will be the Europa League. They're not going to qualify for Europe through the league. So, uh, and, and they will probably feel that against some of those teams, they can put weakened teams out. Yeah. Or not weakened, but not their first choice. And I think, so I think they will um, prioritise the Europa League. Um, I think we'll know, obviously we'll know more next uh, next Thursday if they've gone through or not. Because um, if they go out, then it, it makes it more appealing. But then I think also looking at the fixtures, um, I think Sheffield United are down and are not offering yeah. much. But Fulham are fighting for their lives. I agree there. Um, Everton are actually quite good away. Um, Newcastle you know, are going to need points. West Brom, we obviously saw what they did the weekend. So the, the one thing I haven't really seen mentioned is that for those now, they're, they're coming into the business end of their season and need results. West Brom are largely improved. Um, I think Newcastle played quite well against Spurs in part. So I, I, I would expect those fixtures to probably be a little bit tougher than they probably would have been, uh, you know, yeah, four or five weeks really ago. Point, yeah. We you see it, it's, you see it every season. Now, it won't be for. Every, all, I'm not saying all of them will be, but I think. You, you tend to see that the teams fighting relegation. You only have to look at Villa last year. What you know, Watford had a spell where they picked up results. So, I I don't necessarily buy into the fact. And then they've got um, you know, frustration. Chelsea, Palace, Bright. Okay, so they're, they're okay. So they've got okay fixtures. I think um, Liverpool is a different scenario because they need to finish in the top four unless they win the Champions League. Yeah. So. And I think Klopp will use it as momentum to to try and build up and and you know obviously help help give them a chance in the second tie, which I think they've got you know they've shown in the past they can overturn those type of uh, results. Um, they got you got Salah going for the golden boot. Who see who Salah seems to um, be back on it as well for yes. me. He looked great against Arsenal and. Um, he look, you know, he's obviously got a goal, the, a goal the other night. So I think Salah seems to be back on it. I think Jota looks good as well. 
Um, people have mentioned Trent. The defence has been okay in the league. League, it's a little bit more settled. So I think triple Liverpool, yeah, is is fine. Wolves don't get the hype personally. I think they're um, they've got again on paper they've got good fixtures, but Fulham are going to be up for that game. You know they they obviously collapsed um, against the mighty Villa on um, Sunday, but. I don't think they're down yet. So I think Fulham, Sheffield United might be an okay game on paper for them. I don't think you can, you ever get easy games against Burnley and then West Brom is a local derby and they need to, need to get points. So I actually don't, again, I don't think Wolves fixtures are as good as people are making out. You could maybe punt on Neto, but are the, better alternatives you know the, the mid, midfield five for me are the the sort of the gold spots in our team um Leicester I think have got good fixtures I think Declan Rice being out will help them the weekend yeah, um and actually fancy Leicester to win that game um and then you look at it again okay so West Brom you know the the, the Palace Southampton, Newcastle. Yeah I think they've got you know I think because they've got the big difference with as well is Leicester have got something to play for, whereas Wolves and Arsenal haven't. So I think they'll be equally as motivated. Um, have a look. I know you've mentioned West Ham's run later in the season. Yeah, I think that's possibly interesting. But I think West Ham. Um, I, I think I, yeah. I, I think without Rice and potentially Antonio, that could be that could be an issue for them. Um, and I don't see them. I see them dropping out of the top four. I think like like probably a lot of people. I think it'll be between Chelsea, Liverpool, and Spurs uh, for that last spot. So, um, yeah. So I think I think Chelsea have been good defensively. I think it's it's you know they're. I don't think you could argue go 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 going for uh, a couple of their players. I think I'd double up on the Chelsea defence if I was a wild card. Because I think if you have one, you're not going to get any benefit. Um, so they're sort of the initial the initial thoughts. I would stick more with the with the teams that have genuinely where the league is important to them. And there, there were a few in Europe that were still in Europe. But I think Chelsea and Liverpool, it's still important. Uh, Leicester, it's important. Um, Arsenal and Wolves, not so much. Cool. And um, got a question. Uh, you, you know. Um, what if you, ha- so, so, you know, obviously we're looking at this primarily from a wild card view, but what yeah, if you of have no chips? Either? Where where would your focus be? You, you know, you mentioned they're going, you know, uh, all those with the wild card going for double Chelsea. What about those? Who, you know, firstly, um, who haven't 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 got a wild card? What would your priorities of of transfers be over the next two or three weeks? I think it, it depends on your team and what what you, how you set up at the moment. But I would, I mean, obviously there's a there's a lot of different players to to, to look at. But I think Chelsea defence, I think you know Liverpool from a, from an attacking perspective. Um, I think who else? Leicester potentially as well. I think they'd probably be the three teams that I would target as a as a priority because they've been fairly. Um, I mean, they're going for the Champions League as well, and I think the th- I think both Leicester and Liverpool have shown they've got goals. Um, so I, I would look at those those two those two teams. Um, 
yeah, the, so that they would be they would be my priority. I wouldn't worry so much about the. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get obsessed about the um, Spurs double game week, and I want to get some stick for this now. And it's just sort of cool. But I think Kane. I think Kane is essential, and I, uh, I think he he's going to be very very highly captained. Son won't be in comparison. You know, if you've got Son and Kane, you're going to captain Kane. I think. Um, so I think you're probably better off. Um, targeting other players than Son, personally, I, I think he's been. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sort of dreading the comments coming up now, but I, I just, I don't, I think, I don't think Spurs are in a great moment. Firstly, I, I, I think, despite the results, the results have been okay, but you can just tell by the some of the stuff that's coming out in the press it, that they don't seem to be in in in, in a great position, and. I I think looking looking at it logically, you know they, they play the, the they play the F not the FA Cup the League Cup final yeah. after the Southampton game. Yeah, do, yeah. So it's possible Stone could get 60, 70 minutes and not play. And then and then I think if you ha- this is if you haven't got a wild card of course we're, we're talking about you've also then going to have two players, you know, two or three players down in thirty three. So you could just plan and have. Uh, you know, make it a little bit easier for yourself because there there are loads of good midfielders at the moment, um, and there's uh, you know there's I think there's a lot of good options. But I I, I personally don't think he's essential. I, I, you know, do I think he's a, you know I think he's a good pick. I think he could do well, but I don't think he's essential. And I think that's I think you know the tweet I put out the other day said exactly that he isn't essential. He's got two goals in sixteen games. That's you know two goals and five assists in sixteen games, which isn't great. If you take out his first six games of the season, then I think he's got. Um, in fact, he got more goals in the first six games of the season than he has the rest of the season. So they are fairly worrying statistics, I would say. Here's uh, uh, here's a stat for you um, of John. <laughs> Off John Chapel in the chat. Uh, so Son's next five fixtures reversed this season. 18 points, 24 points, 2, 5 and 13. Um, and I've got to say, I disagree with you. I think that, I think going without Son for the double, you know, who has, who largely all season um, has been, uh, you know, uh, a, a brilliant player. And, and a brilliant African asset. I take your point, you know, he's only scored two and assisted five in the last 16, you know, as I say every week. That doesn't mean, you know, that he's only, you know, he'll do that for the rest of the season. I think he's got the fixtures to do it. You know, you it up next. All right, it's not going to be the um, the 6-1 we saw at Old Trafford, obviously, but those two games, Everton and Southampton, I think, are lovely games. They blank in 33, and then they've got Sheffield United and Leeds, and Leeds especially going to be absolutely wide open. So I, like, like I disagree. And I've got Son, I've had him, um, you know, since about game week three, I think. And um, and for me, he's going nowhere. I think you're asking for trouble, personally, by not having him. I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying I won't have him because a lot of it. I'm going to watch the game the weekend. Yeah. And obviously, it depends on whether a wild card or not, and what are the what are the transfers. All I'm saying is, I, I, I don't think he's essential. I think effectively, what we're getting is that 
we, well, we could say the the Everton games is standard fixture. You get in the extra one game, but then for somebody, it could mean that they don't have a player in thirty three that could you know that could claw some points. Yeah, of I just I just think you need to look at it um, over over the, the the whole thing. I think defensively, I think Leeds have improved. I don't think they're as bad as they. Then definitely, I think in the last six game weeks, they're the seventh best defense. So they're not they're not as open as they're not as open as they were. Um, but anyway, I just thought I'd uh, I'd put um, that that into play. I've just seen somebody's put in the chat, um, and it's actually not on side. Um, Adam needs a coaster. Keeps slamming that glass. So apologies. What I will do is I will place. It. I've got a notepad here, so that will. Uh, Adam is getting much, much better with his uh, his podcasting etiquette. We're getting yeah. we're getting there with all the bits. No of phone today. No, no phone. No phone. Got... We've got him a microphone. He's got the headphones. He's, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got all his screen all you know all all sorted this evening. So yeah, I, I think just just to go fun. back just to go back to the song thing. Yeah, go on. I, I put the tweet out yesterday for a bit of fun and a bit of jest and all of that. But I don't think I just don't think he's essential. That's all. You know, I I could envisage a scenario at the moment where I don't own him in game week. 30 is it 32 um we'll see we'll see how we'll see how spurs look the weekend because it, it, it from where it comes from is i don't think everything's right in spurs at the moment and i think that that, that for me um you know I, I, it does put me off going going with two spur two spurs players in, in attack anyway Okay, um, a couple of other questions while we're here. Um, if you've got your bench boost left, obviously, you know, in terms of picking a you know a thirty-one wild card. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. If you've got your wild card left and your bench boost left, would you wild card this week and try and set up a bench boost? You know, for later down the line. You know, either when you know Spurs have you know you know I think. Villa, maybe, you know, Spurs uh, may have extra games. You may have the big double in 35 as well. So we we, we we kind of touched on this last week. And my thoughts are clear in terms of, I don't think, um, you know, you know, I, well, we mentioned it uh, passionately last week, right, around not planning your whole strategy around around the double game week, right, especially in 35 um, when, you know, you've, 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 mm. you've you know, we've potentially still got um, Champions League, you know, and all this stuff. Teams are going to be absolutely shattered as well, right? Um, but what are your thoughts if you still hold a bench boost chip and a wild card now? I, I think it's good using them in tan, uh, in um, follow, you know, using the wild the bench boost the following week from the wild card. I think that makes sense because you're using um, as much knowledge as possible. Whether these are the weeks to do it again. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, it's. Um, I think it's a tough one. Where the best opportunity, if there is a double game week 35, that could be the best opportunity because I do think that for um, double game weeks and bench boosts, the, yeah. But I, I do think that's probably what I would look at. I think to get a, um, a you know a strong finish to the season. Um, the, the alternative is you could just set up um, and have 15 playing players and just, you know, make a decision week on week. Does my team look good? To, I, to, 
to use it, which is what you mentioned last week. This is it. I think, so I think personally, I go for the latter. And, the, and you know, obviously have the fixtures in mind when you're making your team. And if you've got, you know, space for a kind of luxury player or two that you put on the bench, you know, obviously that, that you know, you could put the players in there. But I, I most certainly would not be um, building my team now around a potential double game week a month down the line. That's 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 my advice. Again, you know, we worked out last week the bench booth is worth sixteen or twenty points. Mm. Um you could get that back in one game week with bells on with a good wild card that is focused on the rest of the season, in in my opinion. But um anyway, yeah, we talked about uh B B and wildcard and stuff. Last question for you, Adam, just on this um yeah. section. So Man City players. So I have taken out my Man City players ahead of the weekend, purely down to rotation fears, and I think there are better options moving forward. They're obviously home to Leeds, which is one of the best fixtures of the season. We have no idea who's going to play. Um, would you take out... So in my team, I had Diaz and Gundogan. Yeah. Would you hold any Man City players on a Game Week 31 wildcard now? Um... Yeah, I think Diaz is a, a potential, yeah. Because I, I I think the way City tend to play, they're very good at controlling games. And I think he'll play the majority of games and he's good for six points. So six points for a six million player is pretty good, isn't it? Six points per match. So Diaz would be the one I'd be tempted by. Um I think at the moment, if you were wild if you wildcard him. There's just too much uncertainty around the Champions League and team selection to invest a lot of money in any of the big, big, big hitting players. And for big hitting, I'd say anybody more expensive than Mares. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think there's other options. And if if you if you look at it, the next three game weeks they've got Leeds, who we expect a lot of players to be rested for. They've then got Villa which, again, it could be the same because yeah, I think they played the FA Cup semi-final fairly recently, so fairly soon afterwards. And then um, they don't play in 33. So I think it's viable to go completely without. But if you're going to pick one, I would go with Diaz. Okay. Um, uh, Ed Wells uh, says to hold Edison, as does FPL Jordi. Uh, Stefan Al says hold, hold Diaz forever, uh, which, you know, in a normal season, I would agree with. Um, I think Ed, Ed, Edison, yeah, I, I, I can't argue with that. I think the only thing I would say is, so I can't argue with that. I'm just about to argue against it. <laughs> I, so, will, I, will. I, think, I think if you've got Edison, absolutely fine. I can see the sense in it, but you'd probably need another keeper to to pair up with the blank game weeks because they're likely to miss. Uh, he's likely, he's likely, well, he misses 33 and he could miss, is it 35, 36? If they make, it's 36, isn't it, if they make the cup final, which they're likely to do so. So you just need someone to rotate with him. And I think with Edison, is he 5.9 million? Is that... uh, yeah, ish, yeah. So I just think there's Mendy, there are cheaper options. So I would probably go for someone cheaper. Okay, uh, so moving on then. So the big problem uh, facing many FPL managers now who are wildcarding in 31, including myself, are which premiums can we be without? It is very, very tough. And I have been messing around with my team all week. Uh, we now have a graphic up showing the best four options for each remaining game. I say the best four options. Uh, the best four options that I've picked. <laughs> 
um, until the end of the season to help us potentially decide uh, which of the premiums we need the least from a captaincy perspective. So for our podcast listeners, I will just run through them very, very briefly. With Game Week 31, um, you know, the best options on paper are probably uh, De Bruyne or Gundogan against Leeds. Then we've got Salah, Kane and Bruno. In Game Week 32, Kane, you know, far and away the best captain shout for double game. I put Son in second, um, Salah against Leeds and then Vardy. Uh, game week 33, Salah against Newcastle will probably likely be you know the standout pick there. Fardy's home to Palace. Bruno is away to Leeds. Uh, Grealish, I put it, I put in Grealish, Adam, just to appease. I was going to put Watkins. <laughs> I thought oh, that's a step too far, uh, but they are they are, are home to West Brom in 33. Grealish loves a local derby as there well, so that's a good shout. There you go. Um, in 34, Kane has got a Sheffield United, so you know he will clearly be the best pick there. And uh, De Bruyne or Gundogan away to Palace. I put a Bamiyang in. It could be you know any. The Arsenal player away to Newcastle. Vardy has got Southampton in 34. Um, in 35, Kane away to Leeds or Vardy home to Newcastle. Salah is also home to Southampton in game week 35. Obviously, that may be a double game week. We, we, you know, we need to keep checking that in there. This is just based on what we know at the moment. Um, game week 36, Kane home to Wolves. Uh, City attacker away to Newcastle. Salah away to West Brom. Bruno home to Leicester. In game week 37, Bruno plays Fulham at home. Uh, Kane has got Villa at home. Uh, City attackers will have Brighton away and Salah will have Burnley away in game week 38. Salah home to Palace, Bruno away to Wolves, uh, City attacker home to Everton, Orba, Brighton. And, the, and what we've done, you know, done a quick kind of count on this now. And um, Harry Kane appears six times out of the remaining eight game weeks in terms of, you know, being in the top four and appears five times in the top two. So, you know, Harry Kane just looks the best captaincy option. Uh, in gaming 32, 34, 35, 36, 37. Absolutely nailed on in my team without any shadow of a doubt. And then on, it gets quite interesting there. Um, City attacker, KDB and Gundogan, they appear five times and they appear in the top two, three times. However, you just don't know who's going to play. And this and this is why I asked, because having De Bruyne is, is a very, very expensive um, player in your team when they are playing Champions League, they are playing FA Cup, semi-finals um you know all the way around this period and a carabao cup final as well surely de bruyne will be prioritized for for those games so they they're my thought if you disagree that's up to you but i think the priority um will be those cup and champions league games there um next is salah so salah appears in seven of the eight and this interested me so we say salah you know liverpool but obviously you know salah is the option there um only only three times in the top two, um, in, in 31, 33 and 38. But Salah is massive in there. Bruno appears five times, but only twice in the top two. And those top two in game week 37 and 38. So this leads me to believe, potentially, is Bruno that essential for the next five or six game weeks? Um, especially, again, since they've got Europe. Okay, so that's just, you know, just a question. Mask in there. Uh, Vardy appears four times in the top two, twice, 33 and 35. And then, you know, you've got Sun Grealish and uh, and Orba. We can probably, you know, ignore Grealish and Orba. But, but but the main kind of observation, you know, and takeaways from it here, just from a captaincy view, Kane and Salah, to me, look probably, a, I'm using the word essential. I don't mean essential, you know, I, I, I don't like the term essential. But, you know, they look to be the best rotating captaincy options but both the end of the season. golden boots as well aren't they exactly um and yeah, both yeah. and both teams will potentially be out of europe 
next week as well. So, you know, where I'm I'm an R in about which of the premiums, these two look look good. The interesting one for me then is Bruno and Vardy. And and you know, and and Vardy has got the better fixtures than Bruno in the mm. medium term, which could lead to, you know, a kind of move off onto uh, Bruno later in the season. Um, so they're my kind of initial observations. Uh, what do you think there, Ad? Does anything kind of strike out at you? Well, I, I was I was surprised you didn't have... Um, uh, Mark's just put it now, as I'm just about to say. But I was surprised you didn't have Bruno as um, an option in game week 32. Versus, it's going to be Kane, right? In the top four. But that's, sorry, that's what I meant. Okay, so yeah. You've got versus Burnley, but... I understand what you understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd agree with you. So look, the, the, let's state the obvious. Kane is probably the best player in the game at the moment, both form and fixtures. You know, I, I don't think you can make an argument against him. Um, Salah, I think you can make an argument against him because I think some people will look at their Liverpool assets and might. Some people might fancy double defence. Yeah. Some people might think, well, Jota can cover him. I don't personally think that, but and I don't think you'd have the same confidence at the moment, cats, captain in uh, Jota, just because will he start, will he not? Yeah. Um, so, but I think there's a case that could be made against against Salah. Um, I know Bruno's not in there, and but then you, I, you look, I look at some of the fixtures. He's he's scattered around, but I wouldn't say he's the the best captaincy option for the game no, no, I, until the end. I'd agree. I I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, and I've I've seen a lot of people talk about going off Bruno. I just think with Bruno, um, for me anyway, I, I think I said last week he's just one of these players that I completely trust in yeah, FPL. I, I, yeah, and I it, it's when you. I don't think they're even he, he, ever since he's joined, and you could argue a bit like Salah as well. Ever since he's joined, he's just got points, yeah. and you know it could be you're not you're not you're not having a penalty for a few game weeks. That'll that'll happen, and he'll score, and all of a sudden he's got you ten fifteen points. So I personally, so I, I I was listening to the surgery podcast earlier, and they were talking about the top three essential well which yeah. three premiums would you pick and mine would be Kane, Salah and Bruno without any hesitation whatsoever yeah. um, I think Vardy's an interesting one but he's got two goals in something like uh, 12 league games it, it's it's not the it, it, the, the goals have dried up he's, he's only he's got the same amount of goals in open players uh, in Iacho this season which surprised which surprised me um, he's massively underperformed his XG um, now he's got the fixtures there to to try to, to boost his goal tally. Yeah. So he could he could be a shrewd shrewd move, and a lot of people will have in the at show. So doubling up is often the way to go. So so you get the to get the full benefit. Um. So yeah, I, I it it is tough because when you when you do your wild card and when you've got Bruno Salah Kane Trent Son in there, all of a sudden the funds do get used up quite a bit don't 100%. they and I think yeah, we'll, we'll talk through your wild cards in a bit but I think leaving one of those players out makes sense yeah. personally and I think, use I think the we money have elsewhere. to I think we have to and we haven't even put De Bruyne really you know in the conversation there either so you know if if we yeah, think but, Kate, yeah. Kane Son 
Bruno, uh, Salah, you know, Jota, Trent. It's very hard to get anyone else in, you know, kind of above seven or eight million. Yeah, agreed. I, 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 I think at the moment, when you look at midfielders, when you look at the last 20 game weeks, there's a lot of value in um, some of the defenders. It, in fact, it's really interesting that literally the only forwards that, that forward that consistently comes up in both expected stats and actual stats using the hub, the, 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 the hub um, data is Kane. He's the only person. I think Richarlison he comes up in expected stats for the last six game weeks, and Iniacho comes up in actual um, goals and, and sorry, actual FPL points. So there's only two forwards that that are coming up in, and that's been over a long period of time. Because we've talked about that before. So the forwards just aren't doing it. So I think at the moment, though, when you look at midfield. I would, if I was wildcarded, I would probably go with two premiums and three sort of mid-price, like Jota, Lingard, Mounts. I just think there's so much value in that area at the moment. And that allows you to have the likes of Trent and, and boost your defence a little bit. Um, we've had some interesting comments in the chat and Brian uh, Scofield has, uh, has asked them. So Salah has had one double-figure haul since game week 14. Comments. And my kind of comment on that is um i don't i just i don't think it matters i just uh yeah you know, i agree you know, just get a feeling of when someone's going to turn it on there's no point waiting now for salah to to get you know maybe a goal against filler get a couple of goals against leeds and then bring him in for game week 33 you, you know you've missed the boat for, for me the whole thing of fancy football is to get on the players before they start scoring their points and you can tell it you know you you can normally tell just by the way you know the 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 whole team's performance, the players' enthusiasm, the positions they're getting in, and you know, Salah against Arsenal scored against Madrid away last night as well. You know, which is uh, is no mean feat either. Looks to be getting much better positions. So for me, you know, the the kind of stars are aligning for Salah, and with his fixtures for the rest of the season, like I say, don't be getting on him almost when it's too late and everyone else is. You want to get the points in the bank and then focus your energies on who is next rather than, you know, constantly being um, one behind. Right. Adam, did you want to? No, no. I mean, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I, th- I think, um, I think you need to, you need to have a balance and you need, you do, you definitely need to be, you definitely need to be looking ahead. And I think Salah, like Bruno, he's just the sort of player that can turn it on at any time, and he's looking good at the moment. I yeah. think he's, he's probably looking he's looking as sharp as he probably has done um, over the last six or seven Agreed. weeks. So yeah, he's going nowhere for me. Cool. Okay, so now we start to get into the into the interesting bits. So uh, moving on now into more specific player picks for the game week thirty one wildcard. We now have a graphic up. It is my short list of players, which is not very short actually looking at it. Uh, but what interested me most about this um, was the sizings of the groupings of players, which kind of reflects the formation I had in mind. So um, for those listening to the podcast version, I will just run through this very, very um, quickly. But um, and, you, so- and you wouldn't go up to two hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, exactly. So, so I'm not really interested in any of the premium um, the keepers, uh, mid-price keepers, Martinez, 
Patricio, Mendy and Leno, you know, a four I've, I could have looked at and, and Forster as a budget option. We'll run through all these, you know, a little bit more now on the kind of wise and wherefores. Defenders, premiums, uh, Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, Aspilicueta, Diaz and Creswell. Mid-price, I've got Rudiger and Dallas and then budget, Holden, Phillips and Amati. Premium midfielders, Salah, De Bruyne and Bruno. Mid-price midfielders, where, the, where all the action's at. Uh, Neto, Madison, Mount, Lingard, Jota, Gundogan, Son, Rafinha and Saka. And budget midfielder, Smith-Rowe. Uh, premium forwards, Kane and Vardy. Mid-price forwards, Antonio Lacazette, Iheanacho and Wood. And budget forwards, Davis, Brewster and Vidra. Um, game week 31, one-week punt captaincy. And this is interesting. Sterling Aguero. And Jesus, and I haven't made my mind up yet because if one of them starts, I'm, I'm not to bother for Aguero because I do think Aguero will likely only get 60 70 minutes. If Jesus starts against Leeds, I think he can do some damage, but we'll you know we'll move on there anyway. But what interested me about the kind of uh makeup you know of this is it very much reflects my feelings towards the formation and structure I want for my wild card. So if you look at the size of the groupings, um, I've got I've got five premium. Uh, um, defenders, and I've got what have I got uh, nine mid-price midfielders, um, mm. and that and that to me kind of tells me where I'm at in terms of I'm maybe going to want uh, three or four premium defenders in my wild card team. You know, maybe three or four um, mid-price midfielders, and maybe you know one premium striker one budget um have you got any you know can you see any kind of uh, startling emissions there or anyone on there adam that you're kind of surprised with hk's put in the chat there's one glaring emission i'm interested to see to see yeah. who it is um to be honest i nearly fell asleep as you were reading through them particularly with the, thank you mate uh, quite a long <laughs> list wasn't it it is it was it was uh, you know it's it's more for the podcast listeners but uh yeah no i'm joking yeah i i um i've left sure off hk i have left sure off so i apologies sure sure sure's on the list isn't he no he's not i haven't put him in there he's he's in my team but um yeah sure uh, sure he's sure oh, he's on he's on the slides that you sent through to me anyway yeah so cool Okay. So, so you know, are there any um, omissions there, Adam, or anything? You know, I don't think so. No. Cool. Okay. I, I think everyone just wants to see your team now. I think we're, all <laughs> we're, 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 we're all at a point. Um, okay. So, so yeah, this is like, like I say, my my kind of um, short list. Everyone's mentioned Shaw. I've left off Shaw accidentally. Shaw is in there. Shaw is in my. Uh, wildcard team but you know if there's anyone else which anyone feels uh, should be in that list uh, Parky says Pereira for West Brom um, you know I think we've probably missed the vote on him a little bit um, especially with all the other options uh, Johnny Inglis says Carver-Lewin and Daniel Roberts says Wolves defence what about Sice just not really interested I've got Patricio in there but it was kind of you know make the numbers up really uh, but uh, yeah if you if you want me to move on to my team, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure if anyone's interested and in move on to you know my my uh, wild card draft. We just skip that bit. <laughs> yeah. um, and Nihal says Cody. Uh, Edwell says I would put Fafana in there. And uh, Gaz's flute eighty three says Marty at risk once Soyuncu is fit. So I'll just call out a couple here in goals. Uh, Mendy, you know, I really like Forster. 
I think, is the formula of choice. Southampton have got a really nice run of games towards the end of the season. I think Force has now, as you know, has now done. Um, uh, sorry, he's now started five of the last six. Um, so for me, uh, Mendy and you know, or Leno and Force are probably the ones of, of choice. Martinez will have a double later on, but their fixtures are not very nice. So that's that. That's why I kind of left him. TAA for me, you know, Alexander Arnold is probably my premium of choice. I think. Aspilicueta, probably my Chelsea defender of choice, just for his nailedness. If Reese James, if Reese James was, you know, just a bit more nailed, I would really like Reese James. But he doesn't tend to start every game, but he just looks so dangerous every time he plays. Uh, I get a bit of grief in the chat. Um, everyone wants me to show him the team, uh, show him the wildcard team. I'll just, I'll just leave it um, a second or two longer. Uh, <laughs> Mid price, a uh, Rudiger for me at his price is, you know. I think it's a fantastic option. And like I mentioned, um, Dallas already more for the end. Um, in terms of budget, holding for the long-term fixtures at 4.2. Phillips at 4 million looks a brilliant enabler. Uh, I put a Marty in. Um, I'm not sure, you know, whether a Marty is, is going to play long-term. I don't think Leicester fans think he will. I think once uh, Serge is back from his COVID issues, he may be back. I'll tell you what. I move on to the team, is it? Because uh, we're getting a bit of thing in the chat. Okay, so this is my current draft um, on on screen. Uh, coming on, coming on screen now. So this draft, this is my current wildcard draft. Um, it's important to say that it does include Salah and Alexander Arnold. So I've got uh, Mendy in goals. Uh, 5.2. I've got Forster as the backup keeper, what I mentioned earlier. I've got Alexander Arnold at 7.3. I've got Luke Shaw. So I bought him at 5.1. I think he's a bit more expensive now. I bought him. And I've got Rudiger at 4.7. Um, I've also got Dallas, uh, like I say, you know, fully fixed at the end. And I've got Holding. More, you know, more as a budget pick than anything, but Arsenal's fixtures are good all the way through. I'll probably, you know, stick him on the bench uh, most of the way through. But, you know, holding um, is a decent option as well, you know, in some of Arsenal's figures. When Arsenal went on their run around January time of, you know, of playing really well, holding was in that team. And with David Luiz now out for the season, um, holding looks good in there. I've got uh, Salah, Bruno and Son in midfield. I have also got Jota, and mount so i absolutely love this midfield um and up front i've got harry kane i have got here nacho up front at the moment at 5.7 and i've got the legend that is enan davis for Aston Villa mm. at 4.2 million so the things i wanted to kind of point out here is that um you know i've, I've circled alexander arnold and davis and basically the point i'm making here is that if i want salah and I want Trent, I have to make a sacrifice somewhere. And the sacrifice um, is is up front. The problem I've got with this team, um, if if Hianacho does lose his place, it means I've only got the one striker really up front then in Harry Kane. I don't really mind playing a 4-5-1 or a 5-4-1, really. Um, you know, because I think there is a, you know, a real, real good value in defence and and in midfield, you know that that midfield Mount Salah, Bruno Son, and Jota for me is absolutely spanking. Um, taking a lot of taking a lot of grief in the chat. I'm staying quiet. 
I'm just waiting. <laughs> About not having uh, Lingard and people are saying Madison over Mount. Okay, we'll come, we'll we'll come to all this now. Uh, but if I just move on to um, second draft, so this is what I wanted to show you. Know in terms of, so this is the one uh, with Salah and Phillips. So this is having yeah. Phillips instead of Trent. This is a problem with Trent. Seven point three million. He's so expensive, uh, and basically the key difference I can make um, if I have Phillips instead of Trent is I can then upgrade Davis to someone I've I've put Antonio to, to, to a player who's I know, injured. I know he's probably injured. So effectively, right? you're wildcarding to get no. an injured Antonio no. and and you're wildcarding for Nat Phillips. I'm not wildcarding for <laughs> you Phillips. Press, you've activated the wildcard for I'm Nat not, Phillips. No. Come on. <laughs> Oh, haven't. No, he's, um, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good value option, I'll give you I that. think, yeah, I think he's a good value option. But the point I'm making there is I can then move a bit more into that mid-price um, striker. You, you know, instead, instead yeah. of having Davis, it's basically a dead player. Um, you know, I know Antonio's injured, right? Everyone's saying Antonio's injured. I know that now. Um, I, think, I think at this time, it's just more of like a placeholder. It's just to show the kind of, you know, the kind of, of team that you can have in terms of the structure or kind of making for that team. That Antonio could be Chris Woods, you know, he could even potentially stretch to Lacazette or someone like that. But that's the team with Salah and Phillips. And the final draft I wanted to show uh, was no Salah. And I quite like this. Oh, Sanjay Patel, Fergie, is this a joke team? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's harsh. It's just a joke team. I don't, um, the thing is, I don't know which one he's talking about. I know it's a, you could say it yeah, for exactly. all three. Which is, the, um, which is the joke team? But this is the kind of team I can get out with no yeah. Salah, and I, I don't, you know, I don't think I can go with no Salah. Uh, but um, you know, the key difference here is I get to keep Trent. Um, I ha I'd have to downgrade Salah to Neto. Um, I do like Neto as an option. Actually, I do think I do think he's a good option. Their fixtures. Are absolutely superb. He's you know he's on set pieces. When they score, he's normally involved. So I do think he has a decent option at five point seven. But it does mean then I can upgrade Davis to Vardy and have a front three, which I would be really exciting of Vardy, Hiannaccio, and Kane. Which you know I think going into this run of the few weeks, if Hiannaccio keeps his place, I think that would be you know a really really nice move there. So um, they're my kind of three options. I'm just going to spin back quickly my initial team. So this yeah. is my team. I want to say everyone's going about Davis, right? I haven't picked Davis because I think he's going to be starting every game. He's a good option, right? He will be the fifteenth player in my team. Nice, it's pretty. You know, hope hope is fairly obvious, right? And I will be playing, you know, a kind of uh, four four two or four five one or you know three five two, whatever it is. Um, I, I, do you know, I love. I haven't even said anything yet. I know. <laughs> I, I'm even arguing with myself. I'm like, I, I, I you know, the chat has got myself. you that wound up. I think. Uh, where where do we start? So, no, no, I'm going to be con constructive. I think the, the thing to probably be aware of with Mendy and Forster is there is a risk you wouldn't have a keeper in one of the game weeks. So, I think it's fairly low, but if Southampton and Chelsea get to the cup final, there's a poss I think there's a possibility. You know, people might correct me. They're both underdogs that. in both games. Is really they are, yeah. I think, I think, I think the probability. Yeah. I think the probability is low, but you never know. Guy Parfit, absolute Davis captain, like what an absolute spot. I, I think. Um, so I, I actually quite. I, I, I like your first draft. I think your first draft is probably the safest draft, and it make, it makes a lot of sense. And you, I know you're picking the likes of you like Mount, don't you? So. 
I can. Uh, I, I can do sort of... like Mount, and 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 twice I've mentioned him on this podcast of the last month. He scored on the same evening in the Champions League. He's done it this evening. He did it a few weeks ago as well. Sorry, mate, go on. I think I think the the thing I like about the first draft in terms of what you said with the setup is spot on, and what we've been saying over the last few weeks is that. Um, the points are in defence and midfield, particularly midfield, midfield. And going four five one or three five two is is the way to go in my in in my opinion. So actually, I think your first draft's really good, and it'll be close close to what I go for. I think the the glaring admissions is our um, probably I think Lingard possibly. Yeah, I think people have mentioned it. Yeah. How will he do without um, Antonio? How will he do without you know without He's shown without Rice already, but he is at the moment. I think the he's got something to play for, and he's just he's just on a different level. And the goal he scored the other night was that it was some, some of the got. So it's just how long do we think that could go on for? But I think his motivation is going to be so high with the England. Um, so I, I think Lingard is a possible possible omission, and that would free you up a little bit of money. To, but I think you'd like Mount for that. Um, I do. I do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I ju- like Lingard for me. He's having a cracking time of it, right? I think yeah. he will miss Antonio. Um, I think Chelsea are a better team. I think Mount is a better player than Lingard. Mount is also on penalties when Jorginho is not, you know, is not on the pitch, and we've seen nothing um, to, you know, show any different. He's got a cracking goal this evening in the Champions League. He is two cows. He's his boy, right? And um, I, I just prefer Mal. I just, you know, Lingard is having a really good time, right? But again, one of the keys in fantasies for me is, it, you know, it's not only about when to jump on a player; it's also when to jump off a player. And I haven't had Ling. I've missed his hauls, right? I've missed his yeah, hauls. No, I, yeah, I just don't yeah. see the point in bringing him in now. I, 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 he, he's not going to keep scoring 12, 14 points every week. He's, he's had a run. He's had a really good run. Um, and that's you know I think I'm thinking long term here. I I'm I don't want to have to make transfers weeks down the line to take Lingard out because I've missed his run. I, I'm looking at players who I think will do well now for the running. I think you know I think there's a bit of yeah. you know of a thing here is that people are saying to go for the form players, but I'm looking at now the final eight game weeks. So I think it's basically like a game week one. It's like looking now. Just at these next eight game weeks, who who's going to score the most points? I know it's I, I, I know it's wrong. I can't I can't I can't argue with you going Mount over Lingard because I think I see your logic for it, and everyone's got their everyone's got their preferences. Yeah, you know I'm I'm loyal to Jay Links at the moment because he's he's done well for me over the last few weeks, but I get it. And Matt has looked really really good recently. I think the the one thing that I would say about this team where you may have problems, have you looked at game week 33 in terms of, because you've got obviously Kane and Son who aren't yeah. playing and then you've, you're going to be relying on the likes of potentially holding Dallas, Davis, you know, are you going to be saving the transfer so you can maybe address a, a couple of those issues? Yeah. So well, I think that, that's, that's a, that's a possibility that the bench is, um, for the for the short term, is is fair is fairly weak in comparison to what you had before. I think you know, it's very rare that you know I I use a transfer a week a week after mm. wild card in right. So I would probably have two going into thirty three, 
and I hope to keep two as long as I can, you know, all the way through. You know, we, we may get these doubles in 35. You know, I'm going to want to try and hold the two onto there. If I do, and, you know, we, we talked about the kind of fixture shift for teams, you know, in between 34 and 35 for the, you know, remainder of the season. I would like to think that I could hold the transfer basically, you know, most of the way through here to 34 or 35. And this is why I picked this team. I think if I, I personally think if I picked Lingard now, I don't think I'd want him in a week or two. Whereas West Ham's mm. run at the end of the season is really, really nice. I may want to bring him in then sort of thing. So, um, but no, I, I take your point, but I would, I would hope that. I, know, I think you have, a, you have a risk that you've got, look again, looking at it, is that I think you've got a lot of possible rotation risks. And I think it could put you in a little bit of trouble. So um, just going across the, the all of the team. So Forster is a possibility. Could At some point, I don't think he's 100. He's got the spot at the moment, but you, you wouldn't be surprised if McCarthy took it back at any, at any point. Not that you're necessarily relying on him, but you might need him for the odd game week. Holding, he might have the spot at the moment, being the only right-sided centre-back free, but... Uh, I don't think it's guaranteed long term. Oh, Ru- Rudiger, I think he will keep the spot, but there'll be the odd game that he'll miss out. And then you know Shaw could potentially miss games with um, you know for, for, further down further down the line. If you know with with, with Tellez particularly, if they if they start to prioritise the the Europa League and maybe they've got second sewn up. And then you look at Jota, Mount, Davis, Iniacho. So I think that you know, I, I don't think that they're um, a, 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 they're a huge risk, but I think the the cumulative effect of having seven, six or seven players at some point it could impact you. But you know, I, I think I like the structure of this team the most. I think it's probably the safest structure, and it's where the points are at the moment. Um, the the one thing I would say is, you know, when you the last draft you um, you talked yeah. about ditching Salah. Um, yeah, when you looked at the um, the the captain matrix, you talked about Fernandez. Have you looked at what you could do if you ditch Bruno instead? Yeah, um, well, I haven't looked, but it probably wouldn't be far off the same as this. Yeah, no Salah team because there's only what is it one point four million or something in between them. So, you know, you know, even even if I to downgrade Neto, you know, to Mithrow or someone or something like that. Um, not to play him before everyone goes nuts in the chat as well, or you know, a captain or anything. But it does mean um, I could have Vardy then, so I would have um, you know Salah and Vardy, and and you know and Kane, and Son, and Jota, and Mount, and Trent. But it means I would you know I wouldn't have Bruno. I think I think the one I'm kind of willing to let go at the moment is Vardy. I think you know I think out of the two, I agree with your point earlier, and I I've been a massive advocate for Bruno all season. You know he. He had left my team all season because of exactly what you say. He's just so consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's such a good player. But, um, you know, I do, you know, I do think that Vardy could potentially outscore him. So that is something I could think about, you know, and go with Salah and go without Bruno. Um, but this, this is the conundrum, right? And there's no, there's no right answer. There's no, you know, it's, it's which one misses out. It's, it's, it's either Salah, Bruno or Vardy. Now I get the feeling Vardy could outscore Bruno in the coming four or five games, but at the moment I'm on Bruno. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe a bit of uh, FOMO, you know, as we kind of mentioned last week. 
I'm not sure, but that you know that's that's a really good point as well there actually. Um, just in the chat, I've taken an absolute hammering in the chat. Uh, Guy Parfait says Davis captain, uh, <laughs> Joe Finley badder. Davis is going to smash it for you. Um, I think, yeah, I think... says TAA. You must be kidding me. Really? I think he's a fantastic <laughs> pick of the season. Parky, 1977, shows your real team now, Fergie. Flipping neck. <laughs> um, what about Pereira? Gavino, 99, I reckon if you, if you hit the auto-pick button, Fergie, you'd have, you'd have more fun. <laughs> and, oh. and Joe Finley-Badder, Davis, essential. Um, we've had, you know, I've had some essential shouts. Relic returns, in all fairness, says Vidra, never Davis. I do want to make it clear, <laughs> make it really clear, that <laughs> I, I would also say, who was the striker a, couple of, a few seasons ago you know, it was the best transfer I ever made, right? I brought in a four point it was like four point three million. Isaac success I think No, it wasn't him. He was, was I was thinking not? he was a Huddersfield striker. Oh okay. I think he might have been Scottish. Yeah, uh, Colin Quainer, that's Quainer, it. right? So I yeah, brought in yeah, Colin yeah. Quainer in game week two or three in my wild card. And that was the season I had my best ever season was because I had I had all my money in the players instead of, you know, having a play in second and third bench. And yeah, exactly that. Um, and Davis would be the same. I've never played him, but I'm hopeful I won't need a bench between now and the end of the season. I got, you know, I don't see why, like, like why I need a bench. So you don't can have, um, the good thing is you won't have any massive benching headaches. So I think that's in a way a positive. It'll make your decision making a little bit easier. And, and to be fair, Kenan Davis, I think he'll be okay, particularly for the next three or four game weeks. Because I'm not expecting Grealish to be rushed back, and um, I think when he came on the weekend, he he played really well. He created the second goal, and I think you might get um, quite a few cameos from him if needed. So you you know if if you if you need the bench points, I won't you know, need him. I won't need him. He's going to be fifteenth man. When yeah, how? How am I going to be needing my third bench at this end of the season? I'm just, I'm just not going to well, be Well, I'm, I'm backing you up here. I'm saying no, I do. You, know, I do you could understand. be in a position where you're absolutely gutted that your third sub, Davis, hasn't come on for but us. Uh... I would Joe would also say I would rather miss out on two points rather than spend a million pounds getting a decent third bench player. I just don't see I, the point I, in it. No, I'm agreeing with you. I, I, I think if I was wildcarding, I would go with a three-five-two, and I would have Davis as my um, third striker. Ooh. I think he's so cheap, isn't he? I think it makes sense. I, I think it's he's uh, your last on your bench. You might get a one, one or two point cameo, might you? So I think it's stop saying about cameos. I don't, I don't want his points. I don't. He's, I'm, I'm not gonna. Mate, I, I'm not gonna with... need his points. He's literally well, when, just when... a placeholder in my team. He's like a statue in the garden. When, when Mount Jota um, arrested for the Champions Champions League and Rudiger, and uh, Iniacho's been benched. You might need his points, course, but course, you know, you'll know. be grateful to get his one or two point cameo. That's what I'm saying. So it's uh, there's nothing wrong in that. I, I like I said, I would pick Davis if I was on a wild okay. card. I'm agreeing with you. No, and he would no, I know, bench. but you keep saying it like I'm picking him for his bloody points, and I'm not. Look at Shane, <laughs> look at Shane one. Is a minus 12 for Davis worth it? This. This is the kind of <laughs> this is the kind of grief I get I get in the chat. I'm, I'm that... sticking up for you. You're having a go at me. No, I'm not. You're having to go at me. You're sticking up for you. What are you expecting? It's brilliant. Anyway, oh. um, yeah. So we all agree. Yeah. We we all agree. Um, 
that Davis is a brilliant wildcard pick. Oh, shut up. Well, agree- I'm agreeing with you on it. You're, you're um, not agreeing. He's not a brilliant wildcard pick, is he? He's he just is. the cheapest player who may who may get a point in but, he, but it's what he allows you to do with Colin Quayne he was my yeah, best sign in that season Colin so uh, Michael Michael Lynch backs it don't worry I feel I feel I, better and uh, Andy I, I'm pretty sure I've said I back it a you, thousand times yeah you I, have but you've I got back. this you've got this thing you've got this little <laughs> this little thing which is like oh yeah I think he's a fantastic pick for you know this little this little no, yeah I do I think you know th- th- I, I, I think he's a good pick because I think 352 451 442 are the way are the, are the ways to go sorry 451 or 352 and I think it lasts on your bench he's perfect but with your team, you might need him at some point with the, the rotation. <laughs> See, you could have just finished then, but you have to go on. <laughs> Daniel Robert now says Keenan Davis deserves a Ballon d'Or. Conrad uh, uh Davis essential triple captain. I keep getting, like, Do you know what? I, I've got. I've got. So I really like Keenan Davis as a player. He can't score. He's he's one of these players that works hard. Can't score. He, he can't score. He really can't score. Look at his goal scoring record. It's abysmal. But I, I, I do like him and I hope he does get an extended run in the team. And there'll be nobody happier for you if he scores than me. So uh, I really hope he scores against Liverpool. He's my Colin Quayne. On the season, so I had one season about, what was it, four, no, three th- three seasons ago now, I finished. I got I got up to the top 100. And, and this is why, I mean, like, Quayne was the key, key part in that because he just allowed me to put all my money on the pitch. And uh, Colin Quainer, Keenan Davis, FPL legends. They're like the, you know, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of, you know, an, an unsung hero in a team, the ones who just do the <laughs> job just, that no one else wants to kind of do. I've just I just read there, some, somebody's just put in the chat about Keenan Davis's price. He's just going to fly overnight. <laughs> if he gets know. a price rise, fair play. You've caused that price rise. So. Okay, he will not get a price rise. If, if anything, he'll probably get a drop. <laughs> Okay, let's have a look at uh, your your non wildcard team, Adam. Let's get back to some semblance. Of, I, I don't uh, know. If you, my my team is going to look poor in comparison. So where is my? So just before we go for that, have you decided which team you're going for? At the you moment, the, it's the, the Davis with with the Davis at the moment. But is this very much? You know, like I say, it's Vardy, Bruno, Salah. I've got to not have one of those. I think Vardy is the brave pick. I think Salah and Bruno is the safe pick, yeah. and Vardy is the is the brave pick. Um, so you know, I need to make a decision there. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I think your first wild card, the the Davis one, is the the best team. Thank you. Mate. Stop smiling every time you say it. You smile every time you say it. I, and you know, it's only because I'm reading the comments as we go in. It's I know, I'm reading. Comments that do it. Shane, Shane Owen is sharp. He's looking at your team now, and he's saying, "Poor team, no Davis." Look at that! I mean, this is, yeah. this is what we've got. <laughs> do you know what? Actually, wow, yeah, I, he's got a point. I haven't got Davis. Um, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit. It's making me think now. Do I need to? Do I need to press the wild card button? <laughs> I've got yeah, I got FOMO on Davis. <laughs> oh, do you know what? if he scores the weekend, it'd be brilliant. Anyway, right. So my team at the moment, I've got a choice between Martinez and Meslier. I'm going to start Martinez. I've got Aspilicueta, Diaz. Duncan Shaw at the back, so I'm fair, I'm fairly happy with that. Um, I've got midfield Salah captain Lingard, Fernandez, Rafina, 
And I'm bringing in uh, Jota for Trossard. Nice. And then Kane um, up front by himself. And I haven't got Davis on the bench, but I've got Watkins, Bamford and Soufal. I think, so um, I fancy Rafinha to do okay the weekend against City. Um, And I think that... I, I, I don't think Leeds will get thrashed by City. I think it'll be a really competitive game like the first one was. And I think Leeds have played okay the last few weeks. And I think, if particularly if Diaz doesn't play, I think Rafinha could get some joy. Okay. So I'm, I'm playing him. I tr- it, Again, he's been so consistent. If you look at his stats, it's just been... I, I, I don't worry about him playing the better teams. So I think what about Leeds, his points? Yeah, but... You say he's been consistent. But he, he hasn't turned his form into points, really, has he? I, well, I don't think he's done too bad. I think since he's come in, he's been, you know, he has been up there since, what was it, game week? I, I think from the Christmas period onwards, I think he's done, he's, he's, he's done well. I'm, I, I like, I, I don't think, yeah. I think he could have done even better. I think that's the, you know, He's probably missed out on a couple of double-digit hauls because of Bamford's or other players' wayward finishing. But yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. I'm probably, I, 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 I know what you mean. He could have he, no. I know what you mean. He could have had more. But yeah. again, if you look in the top twenty players over any game week, yeah. um, you know any four or five game week period, since Christmas, he's he's always there. And um, so I'm I'm happy to keep Rafina, and I quite like the fact that um, people are ditching him. I think I I I think I think the the City games, you know, that's probably the toughest. But the Liverpool game, I think who's he complaining against Trent? You know, there's uh, my man Trent will be against Robert, but they might switch. They'll probably switch sides and put him against Trent, so which he has done. So yeah, I'm. Um, I think I think I will. We'll, we'll, we'll keep him. So that's my team. I'm pretty set. I did consider captain in Jota, but I'll go with Salah. I think and go safe. Yeah. So I'm I'm fairly happy with it. You know, I'm I not... think I think you've got a, a you know a really nice team. Considering you're not on wild card, you know for this week, Dunk obviously you know uh, Diaz. You're not sure, but you've got some nice replacements there. You know Watkins and, and Bamford and stuff. I think it's you know I think you've got. I absolutely killing me. It's just I've never, yeah, I haven't I've seen never a com- so much. <laughs> I haven't seen a comment about Davis in a while, so this is hilarious. This is hilarious. Um, I tell you what, if my team beats your wildcard team, the violin is going to uh, go uh, next week. Can you can uh, you imagine? Um, yeah, yeah, we're getting we're getting so much chat. Like, uh, okay, Vidra is probably a better option over Davis. Um, I think he's point six more. I haven't got the point six, which is why I haven't got. This is why yeah, I, I, you know, I've literally gone for the cheapest player I can get. Um, Daniel Roberts says, if this video gets to five hundred likes, can you captain Davis this week? It should be in the five hundred likes anyway. What's the matter with you? Come on, you got loads in the chat. Please give it a like. Just, <laughs> just, just if I've given you a laugh, you know, with a Keenan. The Keenan Davis shout. How am I going to be able to log on to, to I, Twitter tomorrow? I didn't even Davis think people would. Where I look. I didn't even think people would. Um, <laughs> somebody just, I like Sanjay's because Sanjay Patel's quite Fergie. Can you wildcard into Adam's team? <laughs> oh, that's. It's uh, the comment is coming back to haunt me from game week three, Adam, when I showed you my wildcard team and you actually thought that that was the team I was wildcarding out of. I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, people are asking Kane to Davis for a minus four. It's like. <laughs> Davis to Real Madrid. Uh, it's just, you know, it's harsh. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, so that that is your look at Dave, Fergie. Be honest, is Davis essential now? I think I wouldn't say he's essential, but what I would, <laughs> what I would say is, if you're looking for a, you know a really, really, really cheap player to enable a decent fourteen, I think Davis is a decent pick. Anyway, uh, so so yeah, so that sorry, I've completely lost my 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 train of thought and everything at the moment. What what's next? Okay, game week thirty-one captaincy. <laughs> Let's have a look at ca- here we are. Captaincy, Keenan Davis. No, um, yeah. so uh, yeah. So who who is the best captain for game week uh, thirty-one? Uh, we we uh, we put a poll out earlier on fantasyfootballherb.co.uk. Um, no, we didn't. Uh, we put it out on FFH underscore HQ. You have I have been completely and utterly thrown here. How are we going to get through the rest of this? I don't know. Um, oh. Salah at home to Villa got 42% of the vote. De Bruyne at home to Leeds got 40.7%. Uh, Kane at home to Man United only got 10%. And Bruno only got 7 So it's between Salah and De Bruyne. I, know, I didn't even hear a word you said there. I've just been... Oh. <laughs> Who's the best right. captain for Game Week Thirty One? Right, best captain. Right, I'll go by my thought. So I would, I, I thought about this before, and I can't remember my order now. Um, Salah, um, Salah, Kane, Bruno, De Bruyne, because I don't think De Bruyne will play. That's that's the that's the order I'm going. Okay, so are you able to uh, embellish a little bit more on why you think oh, right, Salah, you want to Salah is the best captain? Yeah, I think out of those, I think out of those four, I think. Salah has got the best fixture. I think both. I think the, the, the games United have been in against the, the bigger teams have been quite tight, with the exception of Spurs at the start of the season. So, I um, I, I so for me, I, I I think that game you get could be quite tight. So I think Salah is looks on form. He's playing well. I think I think him and him and Jota are, 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 you know are linking up quite well as well. So for me, I'm. Um, Sorry, Sorry I can't do this. It's chaos. It's after chaos here. Look at, oh, look at business I, cast. I wildcarded for Nat Phillips and Keenan Davis. would be an awesome quote for a tombstone. I can't. I can't cope. I can't cope. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's 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 my order. I think uh, I think a city punt is fine. I think looking at it, you, uh, probably Sterling is the one you would go for. Uh, I because I, I, I'm not convinced on Aguero. I'm not convinced that Jesus will he start, will he not? So I think Sterling is probably the the one to go for. A few people have put about Salah being rested. I think Mane is more likely, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's looked a little bit off it recent, recently. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any outside um, captain picks from the from the fixtures. Um, so so uh, what about um, Jota ahead of Salah? Yeah, I, I think that's fine. And um, I think when I sent in my team first time round, I think I put I was going to captain Jota, but I, I, I just I, I like Sal, I like both of them. And um, I think for me, I'm just a little bit more confident that Salah will start. That's the only reason. But yeah, I could see I could actually see myself captaining Jota at some point. Um, yeah, I agree with that. He is he's like that. a nine or ten million pound player really at the moment. So. Um, yeah, I think I think um, for me, I'm captain in Salah, but I do think as an alternative, maybe go for a, a Sterling possibly. Um, 
We've had some shouts for Lingard. We had some on Twitter. We also had some off uh, Brian Scofield. Uh, the Irish PC has said Mares. I think if Mares hadn't started midweek, um, I think you know he would have been a good punt. But I think Mares is definitely part of the you know best um, start eleven at the moment. Uh, so you know I don't I I, I don't Mares starts from City. I think Sterling just haven't. He, I just think Sterling hasn't looked very good. I think if I was to have a punt on a City player this weekend. I would go for Jesus because it's very, very rare. Yeah, Jesus is completely rested, and he, you know, I, I, I know he came on in the Champions League, and he's, you know, he's very likely to to start next week. But um, you know, I can see Jesus playing against personally. I think a few people, a few people in the chat are mentioning an Arsenal striker versus Sheffield United, which I think is completely valid. So I, you know. I had Lacazette actually in a, in an earlier draft, which had which which funnily enough had you know equally as much grief as I've got for Davis. But I think a lot depends on tomorrow's starting team. So if Lacazette yeah. doesn't play uh, against uh, Slavia Prague tomorrow, I think he could be a good shout. You've also got Ings against West Brom um, and Alonso against Palace because obviously Alonso was uh, omitted from the Champions League win oh, this evening as yeah. well. I think with Ings, I I just think West Brom need to win that game, and um, I think they'll be so confident following the um, the win at Chelsea that you know I, I I don't know I think that if they get ahead they'll be doing everything they can to you know to 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 to, to keep a clean sheet. So I, I, that said, Ings did look very good against uh, Burnley. Um, Chris Wood for Burnley. There you go against Newcastle. Good form. Yeah, I yeah, I think uh, that, yeah, I think it's 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 absolutely wide open, and I'm still I'm still not sure who to captain this week. Actually, I'm. Oh, don't say that. We're going to get Davis written in the comments a thousand times. I think we're Davis out. Uh, Daniel Roberts, uh, Pierre Emerick Davis. Uh, does <laughs> Does Davis had any you know have any midweek games? Uh, we just we're, it's absolutely constant in the chat. Absolute swines. <laughs> Um, do, you know, do you know what? On a serious note, just just uh, whilst you've mentioned him, I if Grealish is out, I would like Davis to start for Villa. I really re- up, up alongside Watkins and just press the Liverpool back line because I, I think he looked he looked so he, he changed the game when he came on. And I'm being, I'm, being, I'm actually being serious. He now. changed the game when he came on. He was he he played. I thought he was brilliant when he came. I think him and Trezeguet did actually change the game for Villa when they they came up. And I think what, what he had, I think he allows Villa to play slightly different with um, him and Watkins can press, fair, you know, fairly high. And I think when we did that against them at Villa Park, it worked out really well. Obviously, if Grealish is back, I wouldn't be. I, I would just go with the the, the normal team. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, that's it. That's it on Davis. We'll not mention him. Look at look, any. Look at all this: Sadio Davis, <laughs> Edgar Davis, Sergio Davis, <laughs> Hungmin Davis, Cunnan Davis. It's non, absolutely non-stop. Um, yeah, so I think I think the best captaincy option this weekend for me. Um, for, uh, do you know what? It's really it's really tough. I'm. I would say I would. I would say <laughs> Davis fully rested throughout the season would, for this moment. <laughs> I would, I would say De Bruyne if he was playing, or if he knew a city. The brothers we don't, so I would say Salah. Uh, do you know I'm going to go for Kane against Man United at the moment? I think he's just on form. He's absolutely on fire. Um, so I'm going to go for Kane against United. I think I think he can cause 
Maguire a few problems. So okay. Yeah, he's, he's looking good, isn't he, at the moment? Um, our predicted best game with 31 captains actually um, Salah. So Salah is top. De Bruyne is second. Mane is third. Um, you know, I'm not sure how much it takes into recent form. Mares fourth, and Kane fifth. Davis, Chupo, Motin, Vir- <laughs> Virgil, Van Davis. Oh, look at this, Cristiano, Davis, Doe. Um, so that's that's what our our prediction tool says. Competition time for our YouTube watchers. Uh, so every week, all our YouTube watchers have a chance to win a fancy football hub mug. Oh, I haven't brought it up with me this evening. I haven't got it with me, but they are fantastic uh, quality. We're selling these too, along with other hub merchandise. Um, with that FPL merch, there's a link in the description below. We're currently running 20% off discount using coupon code FFHUB20, while hub members can get 25% off. In game week 30, this is absolutely unbelievable, right? So... We have a um, watcher or listener called uh, Rishi Patel. And this yeah. is the third mug that Rishi has won since we started doing this. He picked out um, Matthias Pereira, who got, got the 21-pointer oh, against Chelsea. Absolutely unbelievable. You would think it was a fluke, but that is incredible. It's his, it's his, it's his third. And I've checked the comments, and they were on there. And... What a pick, Rishi. Is he, is, he watch, is he watching live? I haven't seen him uh, live in the chat I, this I mean, evening, he, but uh, get in touch, uh, Rishi. Th- third mug. You can open your own shop soon. Never mind uh, FPL merch. You could uh, you could open your own shop with all the mugs you're wearing. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, Emery Kappa asks, Fergie, blondes or brunettes? I'm not sure where this is, but this is going. <laughs> this It's all about the personality of me, Emery. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I don't know where that came from. Uh, so for the competition this evening and a chance to win one of these beautiful mugs, please like, subscribe, and then comment on who will be the top FPL point scorer in game week 31. It's limited to one entry each. If there's a tie, we'll do a random draw for the winner. Uh, so please, everyone, like the stream. Please like, uh, subscribe if you haven't already, um, and comment who you think will be the top scorer in FPL Game Week 31. Adam, who is your pick for this week? Um, I am going to go for... Um, who, who, who shall I pick? I will go for... Um, I'll go for Lacazette. I think, that's I, think a really, Lacazette. I think that's a really nice shout. It's a good shout. I'm going to go for a striker. Um Place, you know, a team. <laughs> Place for Villa. Place for a team having a good season. 4.2 million. I am going to go for Keenan Davis. I think he will be the top scorer in game week 31. Um, oh. Yeah, we will, we will see and we will announce the winner oh. next week. Um, finally, in all this madness, how, how we managed to get this far, I don't know. Uh, but... Um, we take a look at the top of our at FFH underscore Green Arrow Mini League. In 10th place, we have Marco Lukic. In 9th, Matt Graham. 8th, Tammy Donahoe. 7th, Vigard Nutson. 6th, Victor Sandberg. 5th, Luca Bubnich. 4th, Douglas Wong. 3rd, Michael Helen. 2nd, El Kamali. 1st, Daniel Haynes. Scored 65 points last game week. And Daniel is 102nd overall. Well done, everyone on here. Absolutely fantastic um, effort, everyone who is you know, who is on this uh, league having a great season. Uh, m- make sure you join our FPL podcast mini league 
there'll be a prize for first place, including a guest appearance on our first pre-season <coughs> podcast of next season. The mini league code is LV24ZG, um, or our YouTube watchers can join using the auto link, uh, auto link, the auto link description below. Um, and uh, and that is a wrap from us, Adam. I can't. I. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone listening on the podcast version, um, because it must have sounded like absolute chaos. But it absolutely has been. We've had a really really good time on this stream with everyone listening to the chat everyone has been absolutely superb thank you so much for uh you know joining us and sanjay fergie can you please do a wild card draft every week no i can't do one every week because i can't i can't take it um, uh, dominic jervis be waiting for fergie's wildcard team all week then we get davis flipping eh? diego mara davis and <laughs> someone's changed their name to keelan davis in the chat Promise we won't let you down, Fergie. Come on. <laughs> F- FFH underscore Green Davis. Oh. Can it be a Davis shirt for the winner? Um, superb. Um, Adam, uh, I, well, sorry, I've lost. I lost my train of thought. Uh, many thanks, as usual, to all our loyal watchers and listeners for their great questions and comments. We really, really do appreciate um, you know, everyone, everyone joining us here. We have some very exciting news ahead of next week. Um, we're arguably the best FPL manager of all time, uh, Matthew Jones. Uh, FPL Matthew on Twitter will be joining us live next Wednesday evening. So if you haven't uh, if you haven't met Matthew before, uh, say met Matthew, haven't seen Matthew before, heard him, he is one of, he has got an absolutely incredible record. So he's played FPL for 11 seasons. He has had eight top 10K finishes and three top 500 finishes. Absolutely amazing record, brilliant guy. And one of the true brilliant FPL minds out there today. Um, Adam, the very best of luck to you for game week 31. <laughs> I hope I beat you. If I don't beat you, then um, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble next week, aren't I? Um, where can people I think get we, we, all, we all know what we want for next week. <laughs> so, um, Davis Hall. Yeah, that would be that would be that would actually make my weekend if that happens uh, for more than one reason. So yeah, um, you can find me a hopcroft thirteen on Twitter. Um, superb. Uh, my Twitter handle, my new one is at ffh underscore fergie. So ignore the one on screen at fergie two two. Uh, so this podcast and video will be on the Fancy Football Hub YouTube channel with the podcast phones available on all major podcast platforms. If you like what you watch, please press the like button. Remember to subscribe to the channel in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. If you enjoyed your listen, please rate the podcast and leave a comment. I did <laughs> I did write a note to say, you know, hopefully this helped you prepare your wildcards. But we have just had an absolute hammering. Look at Conrad. Should I bring in Kane or Davis? I mean, how can you, <laughs> how can you answer that? Yeah. Um, our handles on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are at FFH underscore HQ. Podcast Twitter handle is at FFH underscore Green Arrow. Make sure you give us a follow. Thank you so much, everyone, for all your interaction and chat. Absolutely superb. We have got the best audience out there. Absolutely love it. Uh, Sanjay says, "Bring your violins next week." I really, <laughs> really hope I don't need it next week. It'd be absolute chaos. Our website is fancyfootballherb.co.uk, uh, where you will find everything you need for fancy football, all under one roof including the player comparison tools, the fixture ticker, opt stats, top player, team reveals, the points prediction tool, the Keenan Davis fan club, 
and much, much more <laughs> to join the tens of thousands of other fancy managers and sign to the Herbs, use all our amazing resources. Just <laughs> click the top link in the description below. You will not regret it. We'll be back next week with FPL Matthew looking ahead to game week 32 after Keenan Davis nails a 13-pointer on the weekend. Stay safe and may all your arrows be green. Good night, all.